What's good, my fellow listeners? Welcome to the season premiere, to the season three premiere of Off the Chain. I am, of course, your host, Austin Sweet, of course, the one in charge of this podcast. Welcome to the Off the Chain podcast here on Anchor FM. Thank you for tuning in. Um, You guys should know what this podcast is about. If not, it is where I go all in. I don't hold anything back. I give you guys the honest truth. So yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. If you're new out there, you are listening to Off the Chain on Anchor FM. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tonight on Off the Chain, we are discussing WrestleMania 36. The the WrestleMania that's been deemed too big for one night. Well, let's just hope and pray that this WrestleMania lives up to the hype. So... I am going to go through the match card because the match card is just too big to upload on for Wrestling Talk on my YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't done so already, go ahead, go subscribe to my YouTube channels. Be sure you hit the bell, you turn on all notifications, and you don't miss the next video that I put out. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into the match card. Um, we're going to talk about matches that I really... Uh, don't care, won't, or don't care for, and matches that I do care for. Um, so one of them is being Elias versus King Corbin. Right now, we don't know if that match is going to happen, because if you guys saw last week, um, King Corbin literally hit Elias with a scepter from the perch, and Elias went falling down, crashing to the floor below. So overall, no build for that match. I'm going hands down Elias. Next match on the card that I don't that I don't care for. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Probably just a few minute squash match. Alistair's gonna win. No build-up. Um the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Now this was supposed to be um the Street Profits versus Andrade and Zelina and uh I don't know why I keep saying Zelina Vega, but Andrade and Angel Garza. This match was supposed to happen, but of course, um, Andrade pulled out because excuse me, um, he has a rib injury and he can't do it. So I'm going hand in hand with the Street Profits. So that's my opinion on that. Another match that I really don't care for or won't care for on the card too much. Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Tamina. In a fatal five-way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha, hands down. That's it. Let's move on. Um, the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Some build, but in my opinion, not a match that I'm really looking forward to in the card. So I'm going hands down with the Kabuki Warriors. I don't think Bliss and Cross will pull this one off, in my opinion. Now to the matches that I'm really, really excited for. One of them being the Undertaker versus versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Now this match is, or this feud, in my opinion, is personal. The match itself is going to be one heck of a banger. For the first time ever, we have the Undertaker and AJ Styles one on one in a match. Now, if you guys recall, month, a month ago, AJ Styles said, "Um, all I see is a broken down old man named Mark Calloway." And he, I gotta, I cannot lie. Um, Styles was pretty tempted on 
challenging The Undertaker. He was kind of hesitant on challenging The Undertaker because, in my opinion, AJ Styles doesn't have what it takes to hang with The Undertaker. Um, then Taker would fire back saying, um, Alan Jones, um, he pretty much said that his wife did the move better and he waited till like the greats were all gone except for him and all that. And he hope and, and Taker hopes and prays that he brings Gallows and Anderson with him. Um, kind of an, kind of outnumbered in my opinion. If I was any, if I was the Undertaker, I'd at least bring back up, because otherwise, Taker will have no chance in this match. But in my opinion, I'm going with the Undertaker because Taker's one of the greatest of all time. He has a lot left in the tank to give, um, and show the WWE universe. So, definitely, in my opinion, the Undertaker is going to win the match hands down. So, Taker for the win. Next match: Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Now, this match has a lot going behind it. Um, this match is a first because, I mean, this is this match really isn't a first because Rollins and Owens have fought each other one-on-one before, but this kind of takes it a whole another level, from, in my opinion, because for one, uh, Rollins turned heel, Owens is the good guy in this, and Owens, in my opinion, has the up and up on hopefully winning at WrestleMania. He's done it before. So, in my opinion, I am going with Kevin Owens to win this match just because he has more ring credibility in his arsenal than Rollins does. Um, now, oh, I forgot to mention that some of these matches were edited because the Superstars pulled out. Really don't blame them. Um, triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Titles. One of the Usos will take on John Morrison. The Miz pulled out. I don't know about the New Day. Um, I don't know if the New Day is going to be competing or not. We shall see. Um, but this match is pretty hyped up, in my opinion. So I'm going with the Usos for their eighth reign and hopefully their last one. So I really can't wait for that one. Um, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship. In my opinion, one of the biggest matches on the card, in my opinion. This is the first time that Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan are going to go one-on-one. Now, if Sami Zayn did not, does not have Cesaro and Shinsuke with him and Daniel Bryan doesn't, doesn't have Drew Gulak, then at least give them like 20 minutes or more on the show. Um, so, in my opinion, since Sami Zayn's going to have Cesaro and Nakamura in his corner, Daniel Bryan's going to have Drew Gulak in his corner... I'm going to say more than likely Daniel Bryan might win, but I'm leaning kind of towards more Sami Zayn. Because here's how I see it. Drew Gulak's going to get involved. He's going to cost Daniel Bryan the match and align himself with Sami Zayn. And then we're going to have Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak too. And it's going to be another heck of a banger. So we shall see on that one. Okay, another match that I'm really looking forward to on the card. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler with Mandy Rose in Ziggler's corner. Now, this all started when Otis asked Mandy Rose on a Valentine's Day date. He went to the restaurant. Dolph Ziggler was there in his place. He walked out. And when Ziggler showed the photos that he had with Mandy, it kind of fueled Otis's anger a little bit. 
Um, so in my opinion, Otis is going to go into WrestleMania pretty fired up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Tucker actually cost Otis the match and revealed that he didn't want Otis to be with Mandy Rose. So I'd be kind of surprised. Or Mandy Rose might turn on Ziggler. I don't know. So many possible outcomes. But I'm going with Otis on this one. So hopefully that Otis does win the match and he does have Mandy Rose get with Otis. So we shall see what happens there. Um, okay, next match, John Cena versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match. Now, I don't know how this match is going to work. I don't know if the ringside area is going to look like the Firefly Funhouse. No clue whatsoever on that. So, I definitely got to go with Bray Wyatt on this one, just simply because Cena has done it all in the business. It's time for him to hand over... The torch, pass over the torch, in my opinion, to a new generation of stars. So definitely, in my opinion, Bray is going to win the match, hopefully. And then um, Cena will pass over the torch and retire. Okay, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler um, for the Raw Women's title. A lot of hype behind this one, just mainly because Shayna's been on the main roster for about a few months. WWE's trying to book her to look dominant. Because um, Becky recently said on Raw that she beat her friend Ronda Rousey, who we haven't seen in a year. Haven't seen her since last year's WrestleMania, which is pretty surprising. Um, so, definitely in my eyes, Becky might win the match, but I'm kind of leaning more towards Shayna on this one. So, Shayna might win. Hopefully, she will. And she has a really dominant uh, title reign in her future. So let's hope that happens. Okay, next match. Um, now, this was supposed to be Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. In my opinion, one of the biggest matches on the card next to Undertaker and AJ Styles. But nope. Roman pulled out just because he had a pre-existing pre-existing condition I really don't blame him but now from what I've been hearing it's being replaced by Braun Strowman my opinion Goldberg's just gonna win the belt keep it for a little bit and then when the next pay-per-view comes you have Goldberg and Reigns in front of an audience who will actually enjoy the match and not let it be a one minute Goldberg squash match like it typically is um so definitely, in my opinion, Goldberg will have the win over Strowman. If Strowman does not win the Universal Championship, I beg WWE, do not put the belt on Strowman. Have Goldberg and Roman fight it out, and then put the belt on Roman. That's pretty much how it works. Okay, another match that I'm looking forward to on the card, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. McIntyre. McIntyre. Easy. Easily, easily, easily Drew McIntyre. Young talent. One of the best WWE has to offer. One of the most charismatic superstars to ever step foot in the WWE ring. Brock Lesnar. The Beast. The Conqueror. The master of Suplex City. It's Suplex City versus Claymore Country. 
Um, in my eyes, this is my prediction. Bell rings. Drew McIntyre lays out. Um, Lesnar with the Claymore. Lesnar gets up, hits another Claymore. Um, McIntyre goes for one more Claymore. One, two, three. Match over. There's your new WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Because Brock Lesnar's time has come and gone. It's time for someone else to hold the WWE Championship. And there's your man right there, Drew McIntyre. He's the one to win. Okay, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, mind you, this has never happened before. In the history of WWE, the NXT Women's Championship has never been defended before on a pay-per-view, even WrestleMania. This is kind of a dream match, in my opinion, Ripley and Flair. Hopefully because, um, for one, I think it wouldn't be fair for Rhea Ripley to lose the NXT Women's Championship, get called up to the main roster, and just keep feuding with Charlotte Flair. If I was WWE, I would have Rhea Ripley retain the NXT Women's Championship and do something else with Charlotte. Charlotte's a great athlete, don't get me wrong, the daughter of Ric Flair. But you're trying to have Charlotte tie her father's record as champion. I mean, come on. Rhea Ripley is winning the match hands down. Because for one, she's young. Two, she's talented, not taking anything away from Charlotte. Three, she has so much potential going for her as NXT Women's Champion. That's all I got to say. Rhea Ripley um, will win the match against Charlotte. Okay. Out of all the matches, there is one match in this entire card that I am really, really, really looking forward to. And that is Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. This match has potential. This match has build up. This match is gonna steal the show. This all started when Edge came back from a career-threatening neck injury um, at the Royal Rumble. And then you have him show up the next night on Raw. Randy Orton comes out and he's like, I don't know what you're going to think about this. I don't know how these people are going to react. But what if Rated RKO got back together one more time? Next thing you know, RKO, Orton unleashes just a brutal assault on Edge, which was just crazy. Um, And then... Beth Phoenix shows up. Then it becomes personal because Orton mentions Beth's kids, her husband, pretty much saying he's a junkie. He doesn't, if you you were married to an alcoholic, you're married to an alcoholic, da, 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 da. Then Orton drops Beth with an RKO. Edge comes back with this fireside that we haven't seen before. And... Orton keeps adding more fuel to the fire. Saying that Edge even said that he had grit. Which he does. 
Edge is probably one of the best laces up a pair of boots. I think even Edge said after this match that he's going to have with, with Randy Orton, he's going nowhere. So, in my opinion, Edge really needs to win this match, considering I think he even said he's going nowhere. Um, and he even wants to wrestle more faces in the company, like AJ Styles, which is a, which is going to be a banger of a match if it happens. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, another banger of a match. He wants to wrestle the Velveteen Dream. He wants to wrestle Sami Zayn. He wants to wrestle Cesaro. WWE, just shut up and take my money, okay? Bottom line, shut up, take my money. I want to see these matches happen. Bottom line, that's it. Edge is winning the match at WrestleMania. And I think it's jealousy. Orton's jealous of Edge's success. That's my opinion. Orton is jealous of Edge's success and how Edge made it this far. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's my opinion. I think Randy Orton is jealous of Edge's success or Randy Orton is jealous because he knows deep down that Edge is better than him and he knows that he can't get the job done um, at WrestleMania. Now, that's my opinion. Um, it's going to be kind of crazy to see how this all plays out at WrestleMania between Edge and Orton. This is probably one of the hyped matches on the card that I really cannot wait for. Edge is winning hands down. That'll do it for the off for the season premiere of the Off the Chain podcast. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in, listening. Just thank you all together. Um, stay tuned. I will have more episodes coming up in the near future as they come. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. You're listening to Off the Chain on Anchor FM. Thanks for listening, guys.